bitch. How we doing tonight? This is the Shaky Frame Podcast. We talk about movies sometimes. First things first, we're going to give a shout to Mahaley's Grave for letting us use that intro music. Great band out of Carrollton, Georgia. I'm Daniel Sims. I'm Devin Bolin. And tonight, we're talking about War Machine. It's a Netflix original. It wasn't really talked about all that much. I just stumbled across it and said, hey, let's do this movie. It's got Brad Pitt in it. It's got uh, Topher Grace. What made you want to see it? Like, why like, do you why do you want to pick this one to watch? Real quick, this is the first movie we've reviewed that we haven't watched it together beforehand. Yeah, it's almost an end of an era. A what? The end of an era. End I of, just end I of an stumbled era. over like an entire sentence there. A five podcast era? Yep. Fucking dynasty, homeboy. Fuck yeah. So what made you want to watch it, man? What attracted you to it? Because like, I'd seen it on Netflix. I'd seen the bump for it, but I just didn't, I guess I didn't care enough. I saw fucking Brad Pitt with a dapper ass haircut <laughs> as a general in the fucking army. It was, that was that fucking weird for me, though. It's weird as shit seeing Brad Pitt not be sexy as fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I got you. No, like any movie Brad Pitt has ever been in, my man has looked fantastic. Yeah. And then in this movie, and props to him because he. he I, <laughs> At first, I was like, is that fucking Brad Pitt? For like the first 30 minutes of the movie, I could not fucking convince myself that was Brad Pitt. Yeah. But it was unsettling as shit to see him not sexy. Yeah. That little fucking run he does. I fight like, the, the, the little six monkey six mile run, run dude. dude. Holy shit. Dude. Like, I'm watching this one. It's not the same fucking human being. Yeah, he does so, a little monkey scoot. No, so props to him. He did a fantastic job because it's hard. For me, it, it would probably be harder for Brad Pitt to play somebody not pretty. Yeah, it definitely would. I feel like he hasn't. Until War Machine, unless I'm forgetting something. And he's not ugly in War Machine. He's just not eh. Brad Pitt level beautiful. No. Kind of like my dad, honestly. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Your dad shaved. So what do you think about it? What's, what's your first take on this shit, man? I was I was surprised. I actually liked it a good bit. Yeah. Um, I liked I I thought it was shot beautifully. Like all the scenes felt like they fit in the movie and had just like beautiful ambiance i guess yeah um here i made i made a little list of some <laughs> of my favorite things in the movie i've got a list as well we've already covered one talking about brad pitt not looking like brad pitt yeah is that a pro or a con pro yeah it's, it's, I, it's, I would it's, agree. it's a pro because i mean it's it's hard dude like imagine taking like russell brand and try to make him look not sexual yeah you know what i mean yeah there I go again talking about sex and celebrities, dude. I can't get over this shit. I need to see a fucking therapist. Um, I love, and I hate I hate the narrator in this particular movie. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't normally dislike narrators, but I hate I hated it in this movie. See, I dislike narrators, and I didn't think it was bad. I I just I don't know I wasn't about it. The beginning of the movie, I thought it was needed. Yeah, no, agreed. And that's um, at the very <laughs> beginning of the movie, he's. Like basically chronicling how he got into the position in Afghanistan, and he said in one of his books he wrote, "Men are imperfect creatures, left to their own devices. All they really want to do is play with their dicks and eat chicken." Yeah, fucking love it. No, I get that shit. It's amazing. I mean, I would trade chicken for beef, but just personal preference. Playing with a dick, yeah, completely true. Hundred yeah. percent every yeah. day, twenty four seven, all the time, twenty four seven. So you, you you generally liked the movie. Yeah, I didn't. I like. There were a couple things I didn't like. I, I thought the whole like 
conflict with his wife was just not needed. No. It it was uninteresting to me. It's another completely. movie we're reviewing that does not warrant a two-hour screen time. Agreed. No, because there were parts of the movie I really liked, but on the whole, I was not impressed. Mm-hmm. At, like, that's, I mean, that's... And maybe it's because I thought I was going to hate it. Yeah. And I, I ended up I did. enjoying it some somewhat. I was confused about what it was to begin with, because I didn't read about it. I yeah. didn't read the summary on netflix i just went into it blind yeah i thought it was going to be akin to like fury yeah i was thinking it was going to be that kind of movie but it wasn't at all no and there's a couple things like the big thing for me and the only reason i watched the whole movie i actually didn't i didn't watch the last 10 minutes that's fucking terrible (laughs) i had to go to sleep man but uh (laughs) the thing that kept me watching the whole movie and it's literally the only thing that made me make it through the one hour and 50 minutes I did was yeah. Brad Pitt's performance. Oh, he was phenomenal. He was compelling as shit. And I think I liked Topher Grace's performance. He didn't, he didn't have wanna, a big role. I want to talk about Topher. But he, the scenes he was in where he had dialogue, I think he nailed it. Topher's one of those guys that I always and still do think that they're better than they are. Yeah. If that makes sense. I feel like it was poor career choices on his, might not his part, Agreed. maybe his agent's part. But and that and really, I think what killed him was Spider Man, Spider Man Three. Venom. Yeah, it, it destroyed. It's him. Terrible. And that was a, that was a poor decision, just all around. I him don't think he played role, it bad. Nah, but he's not an Eddie Brock. No, I think it was a poorly like, written role. I think it was a poorly cast role. But I, I think he. It's a role that shouldn't have been in the movie. That that movie should have never been made. I hate those fucking movies. I I like. Because I like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. I don't. I do, man. I don't. I don't know what, he's just, he's quirky and he's fucking, I don't quirky know. Quirky yeah. and cute and he just smells look, nice. He's just a little cutie pie. The, <laughs> cutie pie. Man, I don't. Andrew Garfield was no, Spider-Man for me. Fuck you. He was so good, dude. Tom Holland is better than Andrew, Andrew Garfield. I don't dislike Tom Holland, but I don't like Tom Holland in the solo Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Tom Holland in Captain America Civil War was enjoyable <laughs> as shit. Yeah. But I, I did fuck his solo movie, honestly. I thought it was terrible. Yeah. We'll get into that when we start doing Marvel movies. But yeah. I can go off about that shit. I don't think, like, he's not an actor that can keep me entertained for like by, him yeah, being the main himself, character. Yeah. Where they fucked up is not casting Donald Glover as Miles, Miles Morales. Agreed. That's such bullshit. And then they go around, they turn around and put... They're making one with Miles Morales and in it's it. Animated. It's animated. They could have easily put Donald Glover in there. That's fucking Spider-Man, That's dude. That's fucking Spider-Man. I love everything the man does, so I have I too. confidence that he would do it well. Like He's like just one of those dudes that there's nothing he's done that he's, I have not just been artist. fantastic about. He's a true artist. And he's one of like the only renaissance men of our time. Like The, the man can do fucking anything. Yet. I'm Yet. on my way, bitch. <laughs> no, nah, dude. Like... And he also, Redbone by Childish Gambino. Donald Glover is Childish Gambino, if you cocksuckers don't know that. (laughs) But Redbone, that song has gotten more people laid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Than any song since Let's Get It On. Just, just, and this is just what I know. He's Childish Gambino. Mm -hmm. He played on Community, where he's a fucking killer. I thought he was a writer on Community, too. He may have been. He may not have been, like, a staff writer, but I think he wrote a few episodes. He's gonna be in the next line, the Lion King. Remake. He is Simba. Yeah, he's Simba. Um, he had a comedy special 
that was hilarious. Fucking hilarious. He's Lando fucking Calrissian. And like every everything he does, I enjoy. Yeah. So he wrote Atlanta. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but uh, it's a show about being like a up and coming rapper in Atlanta. I've only watched a few episodes. Entertaining as shit. Yeah. I love all his music. I I I can't like hand jobs for Donald Glover. You know, hand jobs. Handing them out. He's on the same way with Wes Anderson, dude. Just it, just hundreds of hand jobs if he wants it, man. <laughs> yeah, but he and there there may be people that hate everything he puts out, but just like everything he does, I feel like is right up my alley. Whether like, it's his rap career or his weird like R and B jazz career. Okay, because there there's some moments on uh, "Awaken My Love" is the name of that record, with mm-hmm. Red Bones off of, and "Me and Your Mama." There's some moments on that record where like I don't. I wouldn't go out and listen to things like that. I wouldn't search for it. Yeah. But I can feel the fucking passion and the pride the man is taking in his art, and yeah. I respect it, and I can get down and to it. What happened for me is it was Gambino, so I started listening to it. Right. And then I fell in love with what he was doing. Yeah. And then I actually went and checked out other music like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you know, uh, he said he's going to put out one more album and retire from music. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to make the same album twice. Dude, I respect the shit out Fuck of that, yeah. man. Like, do you know how hard it would be to do that? You're at the top of your game. You're making millions of dollars a record. And you're going to step away because you feel like you've said everything you've wanted to say. Yeah. Not a lot of people do that. Case in point, Nickelback. Ballsy. Case in point, ACDC, who's made mm-hmm. the same fucking record for 20 years. Yep. Stop putting out shit, man. Exactly. <laughs> I say that, dude, but I'm probably I'm trying to drop three records this year, and they're all going to be <laughs> fucking terrible. But anyway, um, Topher Grace. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, Topher Grace. I Venom fucked me up. Yeah, I don't blame him. I also heard he's kind of an asshole to work with. I yeah, I've heard that as well. But but I genuinely. But feel- he was like the biggest motherfucker in the country at what sixteen, seventeen. Mm-hmm. So because that really seventy show is like. I, I wish I would have brought that up when we were talking about sitcoms the other day. Yeah. That era of sitcom, because that's one that I do enjoy. Yeah. Uh, a little quick, if you listen to that podcast, I said Mike Judge when I was talking about King of the Hill, The Office, and Parks and Rec. It's mm-hmm. actually Greg Daniels. I got the names oh, okay. mixed up. Yeah. So, sorry about that, Greg. You're welcome, Mike. Uh, <laughs> see you at dinner. Um, that 70s show is... a honestly a pillar of my childhood yeah my parents loved it it came on all the fucking time but just recently shit like two years ago they had the entire series on dvd at walmart and you know i'm fucking weird about owning hard (laughs) copies of shit yeah i have to i can't like download music i have to go man i'm being a dick (laughs) shit hello fuck oh god damn dude I think that's the first time that's happened, and it would be me. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. It's all good, man. You're my world, bro. But, um, so yeah, I, I disliked. <laughs> <laughs> back at it, son. Back at it. Just jump back into it. I disliked, um, the narration. Yeah. And the scenes with his wife. Mm-hmm. Mainly, because, like, the scenes with his wife, I feel like, could have been conveyed with just his crew. Yeah. Because it was it was meant to show that he was a phone call maybe disconnect a phone call maybe yeah it meant to show he was disconnected and could easily just like get down in the dumps yeah based on like what people say like I don't like this movie 
yeah don't mistake me like this is probably going to be my first like negative review it's your first uh smack a don't smack a don't that's what we're calling it yeah like i thought the narration in the beginning was necessary and enjoyable i thought i thought the 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 words they said were necessary uh I think as soon as he met the um, the writer who mm-hmm. ended up being the narrator, it should have ended. That went over my head, and it it's sh- probably because I was fucking around on my phone looking at porn. <laughs> but like, I it just completely went over my head yeah. until the next narration segment. Yeah, no, but I mean, it should have ended the minute that they met Brad Pitt, and the whole the whole first half of this movie is just showing who. Brad Pitt's character was Vince yeah. McCann. McCannon is that yeah. his name? That's not his name in real life, but Vince McCannon. Mm-mm. Oh, did they change it for the movie? Yeah, it's it's a fictionalized version of version of yeah. But uh, like I feel like it's just showing who Vince McCann was, and I thought that was enjoyable as shit. I liked watching it. Me too. And, but I feel like they on like I, I I don't think they lost what they were trying to do with the movie. I just think. They didn't get to the fucking point. They mu- yeah, they muddied things up about halfway through, and then had to like tie a bunch of loose ends together. However, end. one of my favorite scenes in the movie is in the muddy part. What is? Well, it? they're not being allowed to fly to Moscow. Yeah, and they're on the bus, and they all get fucking hammered. <laughs> it's amazing. I don't know why it can be the shittiest movie ever, but if there is a let's get drunk to music scene, yeah. I'm in. I fucking love it, dude. <laughs> that was a good one too. They're just on the bus, like turning up Jack. Fucking, I get it. Great, man. Pl- great uh, product placement. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was trying to make my point about Topher. I honestly feel like he has the capabilities to be a much bigger actor than he is now. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed his role, but I feel like half the squad of the people that were there of Vin- of McCain's squad was completely fucking unnecessary. His right man band was necessary. I enjoyed him. But I feel like Topher could have played every other yeah. fucking character. The right hand man was necessary. And the phone guy. You know what I'm talking about? Topher. No. He's the social media guy. He's the social media guy. I'm talking about the guy that's like always on the phone trying to set shit up. Okay. He was necessary. But the rest of them? No. I don't like, There, there was no fucking point. There was like the loud, like, not the loud angry guy, but. Um, the loud obnoxious one. Yeah. There was him. The fucking party animal. I gave gave no fucks about him. You got the black tech guy. Could have been played by Topher. He was cool, but yeah, Topher no, could have I, done I, that. I, I, I thought they were fine characters. But yeah, I, I completely think, forgot about him until you said that. I just think in the scheme of the movie, they were a waste of space. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Um, And you, you said you thought it was f- like framed beautifully. You liked the frames. I did. I didn't. I did. I didn't dislike them, but there was nothing about the way they shot this movie that was spectacular to me. Yeah. Like, it's just, it, it there just, was nothing yeah. that caught my eye. I was like, okay, who's this director? I want to know. I like what they're doing. Yeah. It's like, I could live the rest of my life without knowing who they're, I don't know who the <laughs> fucking director is right now. I thought it was shot well. Like, I like. I'm not saying know, it was bad where there were just shots where I was like, oh, dude, fuck this. Yeah. But like, I mean, if we're doing a movie review podcast, I'm going to be fucking picky. Yeah. Like, he, I don't know his name. I'm not going to look it up, to be honest. But I don't, I did, I. I felt like there could have been more done. Yeah. With um, the material they had and the cast they had, I feel like there could have been more done with the style of the film. Yeah. And again, halfway through, you said it got muddied. I think the direction got muddied. That's I true. I think the yeah. writing got muddy. Everything was just 
Except for the bus scene. That is my that is the one thing. Well, no. Um one of my favorite parts is in the muddy part as well. It's when they're in France. Yeah. At the dinner. And old fucker comes and sits at their table and steals. Gotcha. And like just the intensity. It's it's really just Brad Pitt's performance. Yeah. But like the intensity of him yelling at that motherfucker in yeah. the middle of what is supposed to be an honorary ball for yeah. him. That's like a celebration of his life. Is you kicked out the only Afghan Afga- Afghani yeah. guy here. See that shows me more like that he's just completely obsessed with war. Yeah. And like being a general than him sent like having a dinner with his wife. I gave no fucks about that. Yeah. Um I do think they did one thing extremely well and I think I don't know if they went at this movie trying to make like a social commentary on the war. Kind of had to. I think I think they did. A, I think that's why it was made. Just a little bit. I think they were I thought they did a fantastic job with making you feel frustrated right along with Brad Pitt's character yeah. with the non-progress and the approach that was taken with the war. Yeah. Cuz I I'm, I mean I don't know a lot about the situation over there. I haven't sat down and read about it. No, probably yeah. should have to be honest. Yeah, but I know like there is a lot of frustration, yeah. and I think it's rightful at this point. Yeah. I don't even. Are we still in a war? <sighs> Fuck, fine. Exactly. Dude. No yeah. one fucking knows because I think we pulled out of Afghanistan. Even if we are still in a war, no one fucking knows it because like nothing's happening. Yeah, it's I, just a bunch of fucking tomfoolery. Bro. I do remember when because they showed a clip of Obama saying yeah. we're going to send thirty thousand troops there. And then pull out in 18 months. I remember that. And I remember people being pissed about that. Because it's... And they commented on it in the movie. It's literally just be like, yeah, just lay low for 18 months. Then we'll be gone. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Don't want to get political, but that's the stupidest shit you could ever, like... Yeah. I mean, just stupid. And it got me... Because I, I thought the movie was very honest about the conflict and the right versus wrong yeah. of how it was done and the things that were done and uh just like i don't know their positions but like the guys that were telling him like basically you need to back off don't ask for troops and shit like that yeah like i really feel like there's a lot of that going on not just in warfare just in america in general where people are hired to do jobs and to get things done and then every step of the way they're opposed yeah it's like they're hired to do a job and then they just have a hand around their neck mm-hmm. so they can't like they have no wiggle room as no far they're as, supposed to be a puppet they yeah. can't make their own decisions it's, it's they ridiculous. can't do their job dude they want to be put in place say yes ma'am thank you i love what i love what they say when he's sitting down talking to them though hmm. it's like um he thinks they're not as great as him because they didn't they didn't use um they're like they didn't do anything they didn't earn it the same yeah. way he did yeah they used uh charm and seduction to That's get where it. they are yeah no, watching movies and it's, like this? it's completely true. No, like, it is. Politicians are just fucking asshole lickers. Like, I dude, I dude, I don't fault him for it. I'm going into politics one day, man. I don't fault him for it. Like I, I do honestly. At a higher level, I think it's bullshit. Yeah. I think it shouldn't be done that way. I think it should be ran on honesty and commitment and hard work. But it's not. Yeah. And probably never will be. To be completely honest. No. But I love watching characters like Brad Pitt's. I love seeing characters that make me want to get the fuck up and stop being a piece of shit. 
I love it. It's this, yeah. it's what, it made me want to run seven miles a day. It really did. I, I have never, probably <laughs> never will. That's why Parks and Rec is so fucking good for me. Because yeah. every time Ron Swanson's in there, you're like, yep, I need to be more like that guy. Yep. And it's honestly kind of funny because uh, I'm going to bring up Nick Offerman again. Can't I can't not do it. But like Nick Offerman is so associated with Ron Swanson. People want him to be Ron Swanson in real life. Yeah. But if you took Ron Swanson out of Parks and Rec and put him in everyday life, the dude's a dick. Like He would be a <laughs> shitty-ass person to know. Yeah. Com- like being completely honest. But Nick Offerman's a great dude, and he gets yep. hand jobs too. Nick, little Nicky, if you're listening, call me. I'm waiting on it. Um, I loved how funny this movie was. Because the first half. Yeah, pretty much just the first half. <laughs> but like, there were there were moments where it was actually like it made me laugh. Yeah. Like when he meets the um, Afghani president. Yeah. And they walk in there. He's like, "Have a seat," and then they both just stand there for a minute. Yeah. No, I loved for the it. First, I was like, "Yeah, I loved it." Because it, it the gives person you who sits first is weaker. Exactly, it gives you insight into the character, mm-hmm. but it's also just kind of funny. Like, yeah, and you could tell he didn't want to sit first, but he didn't want to be disrespectful. Yeah, so they sat down at the exact same time. It was yeah. great. <laughs> <coughs> One thing that kind of caught me off guard, to be honest, because on the whole, even being a movie about a shitty ass war that no one knows what the fuck is going on, yeah, it's it's kind of lighthearted for the it most was. part. Except for, uh, I don't know the actor's name. Have you seen Get Out? Yeah. The Jordan Peele movie? Yeah. You know the guy in the beginning that's on the phone? No, I know. The, kid, the, the guy, he's in this movie. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. The, str- the struggle he has with the right and the wrong of war and what he's doing, I think, was fantastic. I thought he played fantastically. I would like to see a movie with like that character, mm-hmm. Centerfold. And just his struggles. If they would have focused on him more, and you can take out the whole political whatever the fuck yeah. they had going on in the middle of the movie with his wife and all the meetings and balls and shit. Agree. Rip that out, dude. Keep me in the desert. Focus more on that black guy. Yeah. And I get based on a true story. They're probably trying to tell the story as close to you as you can and yeah. still be entertaining. But I don't. I just feel like all. A lot of fucking movies are bloated for no goddamn reason. Agree. Like, they're trying to do so much and trying to get so many points across and then be shot beautifully and have these great performances. Honestly, it failed. Yeah. It's like the standard has been set for two hours, and Mm -hmm. so everybody thinks we have to have two hours. I don't want to sit down and watch like no hour, hour and a half is perfect for me if you can get the fucking story across. But, like, movies like It. Yeah. Content to sit for two hours. Agreed. I could watch four, a four-hour cut of a Deadpool movie. Mm-hmm. That's because I have the humor of a 14-year-old, and Ryan Reynolds is sexy. Hand jobs for him, too. That's three celebrities getting hand jobs after this podcast. It's a new record, Danny. <laughs> no, but it, the end does not justify the means. I think I fucked that up. Is that, how you, is that, that saying? No, that's it, yeah. Look at me, dude, going okay. fucking... <laughs> fucking cock out today bro but oh shit I got loud as fuck <laughs> I told you before we started that was gonna be a good one but uh and it's a lot of like Thor that movie could have been uh, 45 minutes long don't get me started on that and <laughs> been better than the end product was yeah it was just it was funny for no fucking reason mm-hmm. I, like, <laughs> let's what, save it 
can of worms that shit. We'll do a Thor podcast sooner or later. Inspired as a comedy. <laughs> Suck my dick, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I just completely forgot what the fuck I was going to say. Man, Topher Grace. <laughs> um, but anyways. We're going to talk about the movie now? Yeah. Probably not. Let's, Maybe for a minute. What were we, we were going on, uh, it should not have been that long. No, it shouldn't have. And I feel like I've said this almost every pot. Have I? I a think lot. I, I think, no, I think I only said it for, um, it's the one movie we did. We've only done five so far. Well, fuck, I don't remember any of them. But <laughs> there was just so much shit that was unnecessary. And I, yeah. if a scene is unnecessary. It pulls me out. But it's funny. Or it. Gives me something about the characters I don't already know. I mean, we were just talking like Thor. It was unnecessarily funny and it pulled me out. 80% of that movie was unnecessary. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it, dude. Fuck Jeff Goldblum, dude. I love Jeff Goldblum. I know, I, why? I just do. I, like, I, there's no real reason for it. I think it might be like childhood nostalgia from for Jurassic what? Park. Motherfucker. But... Fuck Jeff Goldblum, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> you you want to fucking go, bro? I'm crawling under the table. <laughs> from those not benefiting from the video feed, I am receiving egregious oral sex from Daniel Sims right now. Fallaciatic services. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking wordsmith, man. <laughs> no, dude, fuck Jeff Goldblum. I've never seen anything that he's done that I would like. He's not good. And fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he's not good, dude. He I, is good. No, he's not. He's he plays, good at being Jeff Goldblum. He, that's he, he all I need. He plays the same fucking part every time. Yeah, and, and that's that all be, I need. That's fine when it's Bill Murray, you know. But it's fucking Jeff Goldblum. That's yeah. like choosing to eat from the Walmart deli every night. And I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like you've got fucking a nice ass five star Italian restaurant over here. You know, you've got this badass steakhouse on that side, and you got the classics of Taco Bell and Crystals and shit, and you choose to go eat at the Walmart deli. Sometimes you ain't got the cash for all that. It's the same fucking price as Crystals and Taco Bell. It's just shittier. But sometimes you want a cold-cut sandwich. Jeff Goldblum is a cold-cut sandwich. No, he's not. Cold-cut cold cut sandwiches are fucking good, dude. He's the definition of a fucking Jewish New York deli. That is That's horse exactly shit. What is. Jeff Goldblum is the bologna... Without the red band around it. No, with the red band. No, and without you have to it. Eat, you have to without eat the red band. He's, no, he's not the red band. The red band's exciting. It gives you a surprise when you poop it out. Dude, fuck that <laughs> shit. Man, Jeff Goldblum is the fucking Walmart brand bologna with the fucking cheese spots in it on some fucking stale Jewish rye bread with some <laughs> kosher mustard. That's what the fuck Jeff Goldblum is. And it's delicious. I guess the... Probably the biggest rant I've ever gone I on. I love it. <laughs> the Jewish rye bread. I just it's stale, you cocksucker. It's <laughs> fucking stale. I honestly hate you. Anytime I see him in a fucking movie, I'm just like, fuck this guy. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what this movie's about anymore. I want him to fucking die. Yeah. I, I, there's a couple people that are like that for me. There are a couple people for me too, but Jeff Goldblum is not one of them. Who? Who's the actors you just cannot fucking stand? I can't fucking stand? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I have to think about it a little I'd give you mine right now. Go for it. Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Tina Fey. Okay. Andy Samberg. Really? All of them should just go walk in a hotel room, 
dump loads in each other and blow their fucking brains out. Andy Samberg. I, the I'm only, with you on Tina Fey. Like, she just... It's, she's, it, it's she's no unfunny. disrespect to her. I think it, she's she fantastic. Just, she's doing... She's doing the best she can, but it's just not goddamn good. And enough. she's she's doing shit for women in comedy, but no, it's down just, for that. It's not my taste. No, like, and it, it's, it's just, about as far away from my taste as I get. It's unfunny to me. Have you ever watched Thirty Rock? Yep. Fuck it. I love Alec Baldwin. The only redeemable quality of that show is Alec Baldwin. No, Tracy Morgan, <laughs> motherfucker. I don't like Tracy Morgan. What? It's his face. Fucks me up. That makes sense. I got to show you a video later, though. <laughs> There's so many actors and actresses that I just immediately write off because I don't like their fucking face. I got my leg blown off <laughs> in Vietnam. Oh, Little yeah. Tracy Morgan throw. I don't, I don't if get anybody gets it, reference. leave it in the comments. I'll show it to you later. <laughs> so, what, what are the what are the actors and actresses you don't like? And, and hold on, time out. I gotta I gotta backtrack a little bit before I hurt somebody's feelings. When I say Andy Samberg, Jeff Goldblum, Tina Fey should all go fucking blow their brains out, I don't literally mean they should blow their brains out. No. I don't literally mean that you should go kill yourself because I mentioned it on our podcast. Yep. These are jokes. I'm telling things in a humorous way to be entertaining so you fat fucks will listen to me. <laughs> go on, Daniel. I fucking hate... Uh, what's her name? Fucking Amy Schumer. No, I hate Amy Fuck Schumer. Fuck her too. I fucking I despise Amy <laughs> Schumer, dude. That joke stealing whore. She's <laughs> just she whore. is a lemon stealing whore if I've ever seen one, dude. Um, what's her fucking name though? You got it, man. Bring it out. Bring it out. She's she's what's the, she in? She's the fat one. She's in a movie with uh, Rebel Wilson. No, 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 the other one. What fat one? Um, Melissa McCarthy. That's it. Yeah, I've never seen a movie she's Fucking been in. hate her. Literally never seen a movie. She's, she's, she's another one that's just not funny to me. Like, <laughs> like, and it... Sounds like you just don't like fucking women in comedy. I'm bro. a goddamn misogynist <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that at, all, that at all. Like, the Amy Schumer thing just pisses me off because she's... I remember seeing her, her first Comedy Central uh, no, I, special. And I know which one you're talking about. She was decent. Like, no, I thought she was funny. I... Uh, to be honest, I was probably 16, laying in my bed, just Morning. jerked off. Yeah. Probably kind of high. She was funny then, but like honestly, the same fucking shtick just got old, man. Yeah, and, and she kept going further with it. Mm -hmm. She went with like this, I'm going to be grosser than any man has ever been. First off, fucking impossible. Well, no, she's fucking disgusting. Dude, I have touched my asshole but with my cock That's head, the dude. worst thing you can tell do. Me, tell me like, you're grosser than that. <laughs> Fucked you up, bro. <laughs> That's the worst thing you could do, right? Because, yeah, there are some men who are gross in comedy. Ron White. But the pillars. Ron White's fucking, he, he's not. I love Ron White. He's not all dick jokes. All she is is twat and tit jokes. That's all she is. Twat and tits, man. Yeah. Like, the pillars The pillars of male comedy at this point. Louis C.K., Kevin right. Hart, and fuck, there's a third one somewhere. I can't think of his name right now. Joe Rogan. I would I would say, no, honestly, I would. Yeah, he's... He's like the the comedian's comedian is what I would call I Joe think Rogan. Joe Rogan's I'll go the I'll go Bill Burr as, as the third pillar. Okay, <laughs> fuck um, Bill Burr, <laughs> funny dude. They're like yeah they they Louis C K had some of the grossest fucking jokes I've ever heard in my life and they were fucking hilarious. The whole quarter cup of water <laughs> sloshing around. But if you look at him now, he's not doing that shit anymore. No. He's he's evolved as a comedian. I feel like she's just devolved. It's like she went blue. Yeah, it's like yeah. when horror movies cop out and use excessive gore to be scary. It's not yeah. fucking scary. Exactly. It's gross. It's stupid. Yeah. And yeah. then 
don't like don't get me started on she, she like tries to present herself as triumphant for fucking women in comedy she's doing nothing new if you look at Joan Rivers she's she's literally taking jokes from Joan Rivers like, yeah and Joan River, Joan Rivers is fucking funny yeah because she has a sense of like how to set up a joke and I'd smash kind Joan of. Rivers back in the day yeah oh yeah yeah I'd smash Joan Rivers right before she died man I'd just smash her now <laughs> <laughs> Necrophilia joke. First one of the podcast. Like Amy Schumer, she ham fist jokes. Is that and it's there's I, I, and as the former president of the National Society for the Advancement of Ham Fisted People, people yeah. you would know. I would know. She like she just she telegraphs it. It's like this joke is about to be my, about my vagina, and you can laugh in five seconds. Like and it's yeah, it takes it away. So I'm not. I got to be mystified by a joke. You got to set it up. Play around with me a little bit, and then Eddie Murphy the in the bathtub line. with GI Joe. <laughs> yes. It's like I'm not in, like I'm not as into the mechanics of comedy as you are. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying like, okay, it's funny, you know, it made a dick yep. joke. Like, I like well written comedy. I, I don't, I'm not into that rabbit hole as far yeah. as you are. But I don't. I, I mean, I kind of agree with everything you said. Yeah. Like when, once you, when you were saying it, I was like, okay, I, I get it. Well, you. So I tried to put a, that in. What's an actor you hate? Melissa McCarthy. Actor. She's an actress. We're going to talk about actor. men. Actor. Because I just fucking dicks. hate Jeff Goldblum. I love Jeff Goldblum. I know you love Jeff Goldblum. It's the eighth time you've said it tonight, but wh- who do you hate? Because if it's somebody I love, I'm about to beat your ass. <laughs> an actor that I fucking it's hate. It's an actress with a penis. <laughs> Not anymore. I don't fucking know what that is anymore. <laughs> oh, God. I don't fucking know, dude. Do you just like like everybody? I try to like everybody. I don't. I, <laughs> it'll probably be ten minutes down down the line, and I'll think of one. I hate so many people. It's just not even fucking funny at this point. Um, I'll go with Andrew Garfield. Fuck you. Dude. <laughs> I hate everything he's in. He's so cute. I, get- <laughs> <laughs> I got a poster of him on my wall. Cute. It's actually on my ceiling. I try to shoot to him every night, but I don't ever reach it. I built up a load. Big no, I don't. Yet. I don't think I've liked a movie that he's been in. You seen Hacksaw Ridge? Nope. I haven't either. I was just asking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I dig Andrew Garfield a lot. I I had a conversation with my boss today. Mm-hmm. Weird ass dude. Fucking love him to death, but he's Bless got some God. weird tastes. He does not like Adam Driver. What? How do you not? Oh no. <laughs> okay. Time out. Gonna plug this shit right fucking now. Alright, we talk about the Coen brothers a lot. It's Daniel's favorite director. One of their lesser known movies, Inside Lil Wynn Davis. It features Oscar Isaac, who is Poe Dameron in Star Wars. Justin Timberlake, who's Justin fucking Timberlake. And Adam Driver, JTM. who is Kylo Ren in Star Wars. And they're all musicians in the late 50s, early 60s, right before the folk scene. It is a dark, depressing, honest movie. It's fucking fantastic. Go watch it. I'd suggest it. Just plug the fuck out of that for fuck no reason. Because yeah. not enough people have seen that fucking movie. It blows my mind because, like, you could, you go out in the street and you can tell when somebody has seen The Big Lebowski. Yeah. Okay, you go up to him and be like, so you dig The Big Lebowski? Like, yeah, the Coen Brothers are my favorite director. They're, they're a mild dudist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, They're like, the Coen Brothers are my favorite director. It's like, okay, have you seen Inside Level and Davis? It's like, no, who made that? Like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> go watch that fucking movie. I Like, I love the I, I love the Big Lebowski. That it, it's not my favorite Coen Brothers film. 
It's not. Yeah. And it's inside Lil Wayne Davis because at a time, I think I saw it in a time in my life. You remember this phase when I was trying to be the little pussified, fucking sweet singer songwriter smoking cigarettes and leather pants outside of fucking coffee shops. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw it at that point in my life. I was listening to a fuck ton of Mumford and Sons, which Marcus <laughs> Mumford. Marcus Mumford has a cameo in that movie. Mm. The main character inside is Lil Wayne Davis. Yeah. And his singing partner has died. And there's a picture of him and his partner, and it was Marcus Mumford. Fuck yeah. And I don't give a shit. All the hate the Mumford and Sons gets, dude, god damn it, they write so many good fucking songs. Who gives them hate? Everybody. Really? It's probably just because Maybe the guys I'm that listen to Mumford and Sons get more pussy than the guys that don't. <laughs> this is my favorite Nick That's o- not true. Oh, it's, my fucking <laughs> 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 it's my favorite fucking Nick Offerman joke. He's talking about being in high school and being like in theater and shit. And uh, he's, like, making out with his girlfriend. This big jock comes up, right? And the, the jock's like, did you make it out in the hallway? And Doc Offerman's like, yeah, because I can't get a blowjob in the in the hallway. <laughs> How's football, bro? I, I don't know why. It's his delivery. Yeah. And his fucking audiobooks are narrated by him, written by him. It's amazing. God damn it, they're hilarious, dude. <laughs> Audible. I... I heard it on a podcast I listened to, Writing Excuses, Brandon Sanderson, Howard Taylor, Mary Robinette Kowal, and Dan Wells. They're all authors. Yeah. Trying to teach myself to be a better writer. So I can quit saying I'm a writer and I haven't been published. I hate doing that, you know? You know what I mean? I just, I feel like I'm not validated. Yeah. Like, I've been playing music my whole fucking life, but I still hate telling people I'm a musician. Yeah. I don't do, what the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the demon coming out. No, dude, but I hate fucking telling people I'm a musician because I don't do it for a living. Yeah. I hate telling people I'm a writer because I don't do it for a living. Exactly. I don't tell people I'm a podcaster because I like getting laid. That's but, why I don't tell people I'm a comedian. I'm, a, I'm an but aspiring you fucking comedian. Are, dude. I, I hate saying aspiring, though, because then it's just like, okay, they're going to be a fucking washout. Yeah, they're going to work at Walmart in a year. Uh, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah. What's my point? Audible. <laughs> I, I heard this fucking advertisement on this podcast for years. And by years, I mean probably six months. But I heard it. There was advertising for Audible. And I was like, dude, this, like, it sounds awesome. Like, I love yeah. audiobooks. I love to read. I, if I'm not listening to an audiobook, I'm not doing this podcast. I'm not jerking off. I'm fucking reading a book. Yeah. But, like, I heard it. And, it, and like, it, it sounds bad at first. It's twelve ninety nine a month. For their gold membership, you get one credit, which is one free audiobook a month. Yeah. But then after that, you have to buy audiobooks. To listen to more than your one credit a yeah. month, and they're expensive as fuck. Audiobooks are like twice the price of a regular book. There's it more work that goes because, into yeah, it, exactly. But so I finally was like, "Fuck it," because I can listen to music and shit at work, and I got tired of leaving YouTube open and draining my phone battery before yeah. nine o'clock. So I got Audible. Get Changed bread, my goddamn life, man. Yeah, it's fantastic. Go listen to audiobooks. This podcast is just me ranting it's one after the fucking, the wall, fucking other. Off the wall, son. Fuck it, dude. I don't give a shit. Let's keep rolling with it. Let's man. keep going. Let's keep going. Let's, let's try to get. Let's get back to the movie a little bit. Um, fuck Jeff Goldblum. Any, anything? <laughs> anything else you you hated about it? Yes. Go on. The movie. I like specifics, please. Specifics. Yeah. The way it was a bunch of pictures that moved. Ah. Just a bunch of pictures flashed in front of my eyes really fast. Yeah. I didn't really dig that. Fucked me up, dude. Kind of pulled me out. My suspension of disbelief was just <laughs> like, there's no way they can move these pictures that fast. <laughs> Watch this. That was such a meta joke. <laughs> no, but, um, okay. We talked about Brad Pitt's performance being good. 
I talked about how I thought the direction was bland as fuck and the yeah. shooting was bland as shit. I thought we talked about how I thought the middle of the movie was fucking just shitty. Yeah. I didn't watch the fucking ending because I went to bed. So I had to go to work the next morning. <laughs> I, I probably missed like the last five minutes. Like I feel like yeah. I saw everything that was going to resolve. You seen him get fired? Yeah. Okay. But in a yeah. sense, like, yeah, he gets fired and that's kind of the end of the movie. But I think it, I think it saves his life. Well, yeah, because he's running himself on the ground. Yeah, so he gets to go back home, maybe patch things up with his wife. That's the only redeemable quality about that part. Mm-hmm. He gets to go on, but yeah, like you said, it could have been just a phone call. If they hadn't have fired him on screen, though, kind of wish they wouldn't have. Yeah, I, they should have just left you hanging because it would have just nailed home that frustration with not with nothing happening yeah. with the war, and that would have been a bigger statement for me. Yeah, at the very end, they like it basically rolls back to the very beginning. Yeah. And they introduce the next guy that's Russell coming Crow. in. Russell Crowe. Yeah. I hate Russell Crowe. Why? What? What? Uh, what? I do. Why? Two movies I've seen him in that I liked. Are Les Mis. God damn it. Are we even talking about that again? No. Fuck that movie's good. I need to see the play. Les Mis and Gladiator. Have you ever seen Cinderella Man? No. You check that out. What's it about? Yeah, he's a boxer. Just oh. trying to make a living, bro. Yeah. It's like Rocky... Kinda. To be fair, I haven't seen enough of Russell Crowe. Yeah. No, he's a solid actor. Yeah. I don't doubt it. He's got the chops. Yeah. Fucking Jean Valjean and La Miz. Yeah. God damn it, he's good. I'm we need to do La Miz, because I could talk about that movie for two fucking hours. I'd like to do Gladiator, honestly. We got fucking Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. I love Joaquin Phoenix. Me too. My man has gone off the fucking deep end though. <laughs> Hell I need yeah. him and Shia LaBeouf to make a fucking buddy cop comedy together. Oh, Oh. No, no, no. I just need them to make it a fucking web series. Just Fuck following them series. around. Just them sitting in a... Yeah, just walking around, yeah. just doing shit. Yeah. I'd watch the fuck out Hell of it. Hell, yeah. Now, Joaquin Phoenix is another guy that I feel like his off-screen shit is what is keeping him from a bigger career. I don't think so. I, why? I just think I think he's he takes roles that don't necessarily appeal the well, he does what he wants audience. to do as an artist. Exactly. I'm not saying that's not true. Like her, her would have never appealed to me had I not watched. Her is fantastic. It's a it's a phenomenal movie. But when it was coming out, I was like, that's just gonna be gay. I don't want to watch Shit, it. Shit, I didn't. And then I'm also I want to say I want to say my like English 101 teacher made us watch it. Yeah. And I was like. Not fucking bad. No, because Joaquin Phoenix all. sells the shit out of it. Yeah. Like, I honestly like I honestly feel like he's one of the greatest actors walking the earth he is he's, i really he's, fucking do i think he's up there like he's in my top five and nah, i mean i, I want to see him in more stuff i feel like lately he hasn't really done anything he hasn't really done anything lately but i don't want to i don't want to see him in a whole lot of stuff because i'm afraid he may just like you know run himself into the ground and start having worse and worse performances i'd rather Mark see him Ruffalo. yeah exactly I think Mark, Mark Ruffalo was fantastic in the Avengers. Or, and but I I honestly feel like because the argument was Edward Norton was Hulk. Yeah. Who he was also in Fight Club. We need to do that movie. Yeah. But Edward Norton was Hulk before Mark Ruffalo, and they fired. He did okay. Like he. I thought he was good. I was thought right. he's neurotic. I thought he's yeah. fantastic. I like but Ruffalo better though. I I did. But. They fired Norton because he couldn't work well with other actors. That's the whole thing. Really? Yeah. 
that he was he was volatile and they didn't like they were planning on making the avengers and they needed somebody that could be a team player because yeah. the hulk was not going to get his own movie until after the first avengers yeah right so they hired ruffalo first avengers thought he was fantastic he was second avengers i thought he did his job yeah in the thor movie they completely ruined the fucking character for me well i mean yeah, well, Thor movie ruined fucking Marvel for me, dude. Not Marvel in a hole for me, because it it definitely put a it put a hit on the cinematic universe for me. Like I, I think the I Captain just, America movies have been fantastic. I don't think there's a bad one. Yeah, I think the Iron Man movies, although there was a bad one, I love Robert Downey Jr. Two and three were just mediocre to me. Two, was three, mm. it's high. Three was three not, was bad. Three was not good. The first Iron Man movie, fucking groundbreaking though. Yeah, I mean it was. The start yeah. of the Marvel Cinematic exactly. Universe. Exactly. And I, I mean, I was the perfect age for when it came out. Fuck yeah. yeah I mean, it was. Got Jeff Bridges bringing it all back together. Hell yeah. Playing Obadiah Crane. I wasn't in love with his character there, but. I wasn't either. I don't like seeing Jeff Bridges the bad guy. No, nah, me neither, man. It's fucking horse shit. But, um. I think, I think the stuff Ruffalo did on the side of being the Hulk <laughs> ran him into the ground. Like. All the, those rom coms. That and the Now You See Me. He did. I've never seen those. The I, cast I, looks fucking insane, though. It, I mean, and I, I think they're think they're good movies. Mm-hmm. Not great, but not terrible. You know, they're just middle of the pack, decent movies to watch. But Ruffalo did not have outstanding performances in them. It was all right, but I haven't seen enough of prior to the Avengers. Yeah. Ruffalo to make this call, but I honestly have a feeling that he's not good as a leading man. You might be right. Like, what's the guy's name? Fuck. Never mind. He was the main character in 300. Yeah. Gerard Butler, that's that his it. name? That's it. Like, he was in 300, did good. 300's a good movie. Yeah. So everybody hyped him up to be, like, this big new action star. Yeah. And pretty much every movie he's made since then has been fucking atrocious. Yep. I feel like there's too much of a push to make these men and these women commodities and make them just, like, people see their movies because, like, I got Chuck Norris yeah. or uh, Sylvester Stallone or an Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's too much of a push to make this next generation of those guys, and they don't give people room to breathe. Yeah. And I, I hate it. Agreed. I hate it. That's what I'm scared about with Tom Hardy. I think it's already kind of started happening. I, happening to him. I don't think it's happened in the bad way, because like he, my my big examples are Mad Max, and now he's Eddie Brock and Venom. Fantastic Which I think it'll be great. Yeah, fucking casting choice. Yeah, dope as shit. The trailer just dropped today. Actually, haven't seen it yet, but we'll have to check that out. We will have to, but we should do like ten minute fucking podcast segments. Do like when there's like a trailer big trailer. Yeah, we like do that. trailer yeah. reactions. We should just right. a little fucking. Pod poops. Pod poops. If you guys would like that, man, hit us up in the comments. Tell us we should do it or not. Uh, give us the idea so we can make money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but I've, I'm really scared. T- Tom Hardy is going to start getting typecast into these big, like gigantic budget movies. A villain roles, really. I'm fine if he plays villains for the rest of his life. It just needs to be the right villains. I want to. I mean, I guess. I kind of hate that he was Bane. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like Bane. Like, I don't. It's the mask. It's the mask, and it's I, it, like his performance was good. Don't get me wrong, but I don't like 
I don't know. I just don't like the direction they went with yeah. him. Because he's not like monster on Venom yeah. Bane, you know? Yeah. He's just a semi-swole guy. Yeah. With a mask. Like... That's not Bane. But I feel like Tom Hardy's a very... Like, and Lawless. Tom Hardy says more with his face. Yeah. Than he does anything else. Yeah. It's fantastic. And I feel like they fucked up putting him in a mask. Yeah. Well, I mean, Bane has to go in a mask. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the mask that they chose. I feel like Venom could do a crossover with Deadpool. It's never... It, 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 they're in the same universes. Yeah. Uh, I think Warner Brothers is selling the X-Men and Deadpool rights back to Marvel. Marvel already has Deadpool. You're talking about Spider-Man, maybe? No. Marvel doesn't have Deadpool. Warner Brothers does. Marvel made the first Deadpool movie. I thought Warner Brothers did. Uh-huh. I think I think Warner Brothers just has X Men now. I think they're selling X Men though. They probably they need to. God damn. No, dude, running that fucking franchise into the ground. No, because we're about to fucking start. Like I think it's Phase Three or Phase Four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we're about to start that. And it'd be a perfect time to bring in the Marvel version of X Men. Yeah. I, I need I need Deadpool in more movies. Honestly, like I want a Deadpool crossover with Venom. I think it'd be fantastic. Have you seen the new Deadpool trailer? I have not. It shows uh, Josh Brolin as Cable, who's kind of the main villain for the second movie. And I love Josh Brolin. I think yeah. he's fantastic. No I never actually saw the first Deadpool movie. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Dude. I, right. think I wanted to so bad, but I just How much does it cost to go to a movie? It's like 10 bucks for a ticket, yeah. 5 bucks for a big drink, and 3 bucks for some candy. It's $18. Okay. Arguably... Not worth it. For me, it's worth it. I enjoy the experience. I, I love going to the movie theater, smelling the popcorn, being in the seats. I love that shit. Yeah. It, it, okay, it's 18 bucks for me to go see a movie. Just me, too. And I was yeah. in a serious relationship at the time. That's fucking crazy, though. Okay. So let's just say 30 bucks. Just round out to $30 for me and my girlfriend at the time to go see a movie. I saw Deadpool four times in six days. <laughs> I spent like half of a paycheck at that point. On seeing fucking Deadpool. <laughs> it was worth it every fucking time. Yeah. That's how I know a movie is good is when I'm willing to indebt myself to go see it again. Agreed. Like, <laughs> there there have been a couple movies, um, and even though we were just kind of shitting on it. Um, what is it? The Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. I went and saw that three times. Really? Yeah. That was before my movie phase. Yeah. I think the first movie I went and saw where I just really started going to the movie theater a lot was Goosebumps with Jack Black. <laughs> Not a bad movie. Not great. Yeah. But I love Jack Black. Yeah. I love Goosebumps. Was not terrible. Yeah. Jack Black has just made some weird choices lately. He has. He, he's moving into a weird spot as far as his career. Uh, he's probably because he's super fucking high and he's like, fuck yeah, I want to be in Jumanji. <laughs> I have no interest in seeing that movie. No, uh, it's ruin. It's ruining a childhood favorite of mine. Yeah, because uh, I used to love fucking watching Jumanji Fuck and the movie. Little Monkey Boy, and I couldn't get into Jumanji. Why? You should scare me, man. Yeah, man, I understand that. No, I got when into that fucking vine grabs the cop car. Yep. I used to shit myself, dude. No, dude, I never got into Jumanji, but when uh, Zathura, Zathura was fucking dope. I probably would be terrible now, but uh, probably Josh Hutcherson yeah. is in that. My boy Peter Malark, 
uh, Kristen Stewart from the Twilight Saga is in that. She is, isn't she? She's the sister. She is. She yeah. is also a celebrity that I would give unlimited however, hand jobs to. However, Dax Shepard is also in that movie. What? So that's a strike against him. <laughs> I love Dax Shepard. What? Do you not like Dax no. Shepard? You fucking cocksucker. I don't hate him, Dax but I don't Shepherd's love him. Dax Shepard's hilarious, uh, dude. Yes. He's, mm-mm, mm-mm. I love Dax Shepard. No. Have you seen Hit and Run? I don't think so. It's Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell, who are married in real life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dax Shepard's a criminal in uh, the witness protection program, and the people he's running from find him, and it's a cha- it's a car chase movie. Fucking hol- Dax Shepard to me is <laughs> Nick Cage without all the shitty movie choices. What the fuck? Do I you fuck, mean? dude. If you like Nick Cage, I'm getting the fuck up right now. No, I'm talking about without the shitty movie choices. What's a, what's a shitty movie Dax Shepard's been in? Have you seen the one where they're in the supermarket? It's him. That's and, fucking hilarious. Oh with no, with Dane Cook. We can't fucking be friends. That anymore. movie's so funny. No, it's it's. I haven't it's, seen it in like eight years, so it's probably <laughs> terrible now. But I'm holding on to nostalgia, goddamn it. It's like it's like waiting in a supermarket. Yeah. No. Yeah. Waiting was fine with me. But that a little Justin Long, a little Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> I'm fine with that. Dude, I remember I used to goat people constantly. <laughs> no, but you have to understand. I did the Batwing. I will admit I have not seen that movie probably eight years. Yeah. Eight or nine years. I was, well, it was probably more six or seven. It's in the height of Dane Cook's career. Fucking hilarious. Dane Cook had a <laughs> meteoric rise for a minute there. Like he shot straight to the top. And then sucked. Well, he got accused of joke stealing and that kind of just... Yeah. And that was I, right after the Mencia thing when Mencia just kind of fell apart. No, that was right after Joe Rogan ripped Mencia apart. Yeah, just ate him alive. No, dude, I honestly so, feel like Dan Cook was a genuinely funny guy. Hate no, he me, was. Hate me if you want to. I think he was hilarious. I, I think he was. Um, like his uh, Super Finger special on uh, Comedy Central yeah. is his first big one. He was fucking electric, dude. It was awesome. No, he ha- he has a stage presence like nobody else. No, his best, I, my favorite bit he ever did when he's talking about masturbating with your imagination instead of porn, <laughs> and how it starts out normal, you know, with a hot lady, and then in the end you're fucking a dragon in the sky. <laughs> I completely relate to that shit, dude. My favorite is the fucking B and E, dude. B and E. I want to do a B and E breaking and entering. <laughs> Have you uh, ever seen that? No. I got to show it to you. I'm not like I'm not gonna tell somebody else's bit on a podcast, but. I do it all the time. I'm a fucking joke thief. <laughs> fucking kill me, bro. At least, I mean, at least you're giving um, credit credit to him. Well, I'm I mean, not trying to steal jokes. I'm trying to yeah. no, I, tell I things I thought were funny. Exactly, yeah. You're trying to share your knowledge with other people. But knowledge. I just... <laughs> share my knowledge. You can't share what you don't have. <laughs> <laughs> well. All righty. Shit. I think it's about that time, Debo. <laughs> Again. I thought we were like 30 minutes in the podcast. Yeah, we're 55 right now. <laughs> this was a good one, man. I had fun today. I went on a fucking 20-minute rant about Jeff Goldblum and Tina Fey. And I went on a solid 10 about Amy Schumer and Melissa McCarthy. So. <laughs> That's we gotta, probably not even a fucking We got to rate the movie. <laughs> yeah, let's give it the whole smack-a-do rating. I'm giving it a smack-a-don't. Four out of ten. Four out of ten, I'm giving it a five out of ten. All four of those points are it's earned by Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got I got four. I got four for Brad Pitt, one for my boy Topher. 
Actually, half for my boy Topher and half for Cameron for from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to remember his name the whole podcast. No, I'm giving it a four out of ten. It's my first negative review. I hate to do it. Yeah, but it just doesn't do nothing for me. Trying yeah. to be honest. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I had an enjoyable time watching it. So yeah, I can't give it a smack of don't. No, it was. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but I just can't give it higher than that. No, no, I understand. I enjoyed Brad Pitt. Is that that's what happened? It just I didn't. I didn't like the movie, yeah. But there were no like there there were like two standout problems that I really had. There's nothing overtly wrong with like with the movie, other than like it was a little muddy in the middle. I didn't like the narration, and the scenes with his wife were fucking pointless. Yeah. But other than that, like I enjoyed it, and there were no just like big fucking red flags as far as what I didn't like. So. Yeah. So five five out of ten. I feel like I have not justified my rating at all in what I've said. No, you have. I mean, we talked about it a good bit at the beginning. so. <laughs> and then we didn't. <laughs> all right. Well, dude, I have a shit ton of celebrities to go jerk off. So I you probably, better get to work. Probably so. need to go hit the trail. So, all right, dude, thank y'all for listening, man. Bye.